Hello, everybody. This is Pastor Phil with Full of Life Ministries. And I'm very ready to go for tonight's episode. I am so fired up. I've been prepping all week. And now the moment of truth has arrived. And so I'm all excited and geeked up and ready to uh, share what the Lord has placed on my heart. Uh, Before we get started, I just want to give a quick shout out to my son. His name is uh, Chris, and uh, he is the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And uh, you guys hear him week to week with his commercials and what have you. Uh, He's a young man, and uh, he's been very supportive of, of the ministry. He is part of the ministry, and he kind of literally grew up in the ministry, and he didn't have any choice. But uh, I'm grateful to him for him, his support and his love and his uh, dedication. Uh, quick story, uh, usually we uh, we record, and then uh, he goes into the editing mode, maybe the, a day later or what have you. And um, it was one night where normally he goes out and he does this thing and and I fell asleep and uh, I woke up the next day and I thought maybe he forgot, maybe he forgot. So I go onto my uh, my cell phone because I have that information on my cell phone. And sure enough, he was he was on it, didn't have to worry about anything. He's so faithful at it. And I know God's going to do some great things in his life. So uh, quick shout out to my son, Chris. Thank you so much. Thank you for the love. And uh, one day. When you become famous, uh, don't forget about your big daddy. <laughs> but uh, I know he won't. I know he won't. Uh, love him with the love of Christ. And he's he's uh, he's my boy for sure. So let's get right into our podcast. And tonight's episode is a great one. Um, it's entitled, Be Careful When All Is Well. Be Careful When All Is Well. And... Um, what I want to say tonight is that this particular episode should, and I want to underline the word, um, the word should, create some safety guards or parameters that will invoke God-given solutions to the many challenges of life. Because think about it. After working hard to achieve our goals in life, it's natural to want to relax a little bit and take it easy, man. Or take it easy, right? However, success in certain areas of our lives could begin to make us less sensitive to temptations. Thinking we're now safe and secure, we may begin to compromise in small ways. It might be in our attitudes, associations, or practices. This could also happen in our spiritual lives after having struggled in a particular area, and then conquering it. We may be tempted to drop our guard, thinking we've overcome that sin or weakness. Yet sometimes, without even knowing, we began to drift backwards. And so for tonight's episode, I have a question that I want to pose to you. When are, your, when are you more likely to yield to temptation When life is going well and you have it all and all the things that you need or want, or when you are struggling and desperately need God's help. 
That's a question. When are you more likely to yield, slow down to temptation? When life is going well and you have all you need and want? Or when you are really struggling, desperately struggling and desperately in need of God's help? Think about that question. When everything is going well in our lives, we must be on guard because the devil always has an offer that is diametrically opposed to what God would have for us. Now, listen, people to God, I am so fired up. I am ready to roll. What I'm going to do right now is I'm going to take a quick commercial break and we'll be right back with the episode entitled, Be Careful When All Is Well. Hi, I'm Christopher, and I'm the editor of Full of Life Ministries podcast. And today I'm here to say that if you like what you're hearing and would like to donate, you definitely can. You can donate either using Cash App or PayPal or Venmo. Our Cash App is dollar sign full of life SD, and you can donate with PayPal and Venmo by scanning the QR code that you can see on the Instagram account at Phil Gale Howard. The money will be used to help those who are less fortunate like those negatively impacted by COVID. We would like to thank anyone who has donated. So far, your contributions have helped those negatively impacted by the tragedy that happened in Lebanon. Anyways, thank you for your time. Thank you for listening and enjoy the rest of the podcast. Okay, we are back and we're going to get right into the episode. Be careful when all is well. You see, I have a lot of ground to cover, so please bear with me. Because I really want to allow scripture to speak to us tonight. And um, I want to read to you a passage of scripture that lends a discussion concerning why we as a society have to be on guard when all is well. I mean, this all started at the beginning of time. Satan used a systematic approach to affect Adam and Eve. So there's a scripture in Genesis chapter 3, verses 1 through 13. I'm going to read these scriptures real quick. And 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 it reads, it says, the serpent was clever. The serpent was clever, more clever than any wild animal God made. He spoke to the woman, which was Eve. Do I understand that God told you not to eat from any tree in the garden? The woman said to the serpent, Not at all. We can eat from the trees in the garden. It's only about the tree in the middle of the garden that God said, don't eat from it. Don't even touch it or you will die. The serpent told the woman, listen, you won't die. God knows that the moment you eat from that tree, you'll see what's really going on. You'll Be just like God, knowing everything, ranging all the way from good to evil. Makes you think, right? Everything is going well. Here comes Satan. So verse 6 says, when the woman saw that the tree looked good, like good eating, and realized what she would get out of it. Now you hear that, that term? What she would get out of it. She knowed everything. She would know everything. Think about that. She would have every insight to everything. So guess what? She took and ate the fruit and then gave some to her husband and he ate. 
In verse 7, simply lets us know about how things happen when we are not careful about life. It says in verse 7, immediately the two of them did see what's really going on, saw themselves naked. They sewed fig leaves together as makeshift clothes for themselves. When they heard the sound of God strolling in the garden in the evening breeze, the man and his wife hid in the trees of the garden, hid from God. God called to the man, where are you? He said, I heard you in the garden and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid Verse 11 says, God said, who told you you were naked? Did you eat from that tree I told you not to eat from? <laughs> the man said, the woman you gave me. Now here it is, putting blame on the woman. But the commandment was given to Adam. The woman you gave me, God, as a companion, she gave me fruit from the tree. And yes, I ate it. God said to the woman, what is this that you've done? Verse 13 says, the serpent, the serpent seduced me, she said, and I ate. And there it is. Scriptures tells us that Satan is the adversary, the destroyer accuser of, of the believers, and the father of lies. Satan used a systematic approach to undermine God's commandment and trick Adam and Eve into sin. And this is where we come into this equation. When things are going well, when blessings are flowing into our lives, when opportunities are falling right into our laps, and we're getting recognized that we are considered top performers at our place of employment, this is when Satan used a systematic approach to derail you. And because you listened to Satan and not to God, you became aware of some things, but in actuality, you became naked. Now, hold on, people of God. I don't mean literally naked, but what I'm saying is that this term means being exposed to harm, unprotected, vulnerable, helpless, humiliated, shame, guilt, and even judgment. Think about the response Adam gives God. I heard you in the garden. And I was afraid because I was naked. Everything was perfect for Adam and Eve. No complaints like there's no air conditioning here <laughs> or this place is just too small for us. They had everything that they needed, yet all it took is for one decision to derail and dismantle everything that was given to them. And that's why we have to be careful when all is well. One decision can change the course of your history. Now, in 
1 Peter 5 and 8 states, Be sober-minded, be watchful, for your adversary, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. I'm going to read that again because my, 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 my tongue got stuck. It says, be, be sober-minded, be watchful. Your adversary, the devil, prowls around like, not a real lion, like a roaring lion, Seeking someone to devour. Being sober-minded means that we do not allow ourselves to be captivated by any type of influence that would lead us away from sound judgment. The sober-minded individual is not intoxicated, figuratively speaking, easy for you to say, <laughs> oh my gosh, and is therefore calm under pressure, self-controlled in all areas, and rational. It, 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 that scripture says, be watchful, stay alert, and attentive to your surroundings. I mean, listen, people of God, think about it this way. You are at another location that you're not too familiar with. Typically, you observe your surroundings. Then you find somewhere in that location, you park, you go ahead and you park your car where there is a lot of lights or a lot of people, and you decide that this appears to be safe. This particular episode that I want to talk about tonight is talking about why we have to be on guard so that we can live the life God wants us to live and learn that Satan is not a real lion. But he prowls around acting like a lion, seeking anybody to devour. He's trying to up-earth you from your surroundings. And we have to be careful. You see, people of God, Satan can dress himself up in many guises or disguises. He slithers into the lives of believers as the evil serpent, seducing those that are unprepared for his malicious advances and causing many to follow after worldly pursuits or fall into moral corruption. He sometimes disguises himself as an angel of light. He comes as a roaring lion seeking to shipwreck the faith of many believers through fear, anxiety, <laughs> worry, and depression, weakening our witness, rendering us useless as ambassadors for Christ, and stunting our Christian growth. And this is why we have to be careful when all is well. He is out for your gift. He is out to bring harm and to bring worry and anxiety, depression. He tries to get you angry. He tries to change the course of your life. When things are going well, that's the time that you have to put on the whole armor of a God so you can be protected from the evil one. 
Amen. Now in 2 Timothy, the second chapter, verses 20 and 26, and I want to read those scriptures because it has to do with honor. Honor. And it reads like this. Now in a great house, think about that. Now in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, but also of wood and clay. Some for honorable use, some for dishonorable. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from what is dishonorable, he will be a vessel of honor. Use. Let me read that again. He will be a vessel for honorable use, set apart as holy, useful to the master of the house, ready to, ready for every good work. So it says here in verse 22, it says, So flee useful passions and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace, along with those who call on the Lord from a pure heart, having nothing, it didn't say have something, it has nothing to do with foolish, ignorant controversies. You know that they breed quarrels. And the Lord's servant must not be quarrelsome, but kind <laughs> to everyone, able to teach, patiently enduring evil, correcting his opponents with gentleness. God may perhaps grant them repentance, leading to a knowledge of the truth, and they may come to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil after being captured by him to do his will. So in those six verses, it talks about be a vessel of honor. Verse 20 and 21 talks about the person who's honorable and the person of dishonor that could be the same person. That means that things could be well in the house, but there are some things, some vices, some tools that can that can be caused to make yourself look dishonorable. Think about the sides that we have as human beings. There is the good side of us and there's the dishonorable side to us. There are the sides side of us that we know what to do and how to do it and we know what's right and we and we do things that are of excellence but there's a other side to us that could show dishonor not only to others but ultimately to God so that first those first two verses in this particular outline talks about be of vessel of honor Verses 22 and 23 talks about say no to sin. Say no to sin. It says, so flee youthful passions and pursue righteousness. I love that. Righteousness means being in right standing with God. Pursue it means that, that you never get satisfied with the pursuit. You never get weary pursuing righteousness. You only get stronger when you pursue righteousness, faith, 
love and peace along with those who call on the name of, of the Lord with a pure heart. Avoiding those foolish, ignorant controversies and quarrels. That's what saying no to sin is. To avoid things, to sidestep it, to move away from those dirty jokes, to move away from living a dishonorable life, from not always want to hang out with everybody because you want to be popular. You have to understand. You have to understand that God un understands who you are and whose you are. And it's important to note that God loves us so much that he's so patient with us and he will, he will go the extra mile when you make the first step. So we have to understand this teaching tonight has to do with being careful, being watchful, being alert. Because God ultimately knows who you are and whose you are. And God ultimately wants you to be responsible with the gift that he's given you. Because that's what God does. He loves you so much that he will give you the tools necessary to live a life that will bring glory to God. Hallelujah to the Lamb of God. So the first thing is to be a vessel of honor. Number two, say no to sin. Live the life that God has called you to live. And number three, verses 24 and 26, it talks about the qualities of a servant of God. The qualities of a servant of God. And it's important to understand that we have to escape the snare of the devil have to avoid those traps and schemes because ultimately the devil is an enemy who does not play patty cakes with people. The devil plays for keeps and he absolutely hates the truth of the gospel of Jesus Christ. He is well aware of those who truly know Christ and those who do not. So we must never forget that we are in a spiritual war. And therefore, our weapons are also spiritual. And in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, verses 10 through 19, talks about that whole armor of God so that we, we will be able to stand against the wiles, the methods, the systems of the devil. We also must be sensitive to the Holy Spirit within us who guides us unto truth and warns us about sin. Oh, yes, he warns us about sin. First Thessalonians, the fifth chapter, verses 16 through 22 in Hebrews, the third chapter, verses 7 and 11, talks about the Holy Spirit is active in our hearts and in our minds and in our conscience all day long because it represents how God feels about what you're saying. Oh, yeah, what you're saying with your mouth what you're watching, what you're listening to, what you're doing with his temple, your body, what, what you're thinking about, fantasizing about, the movies behind what you're doing. And when you're starting to wander out of bounds, he puts a check in your spirit. He puts a restraint or even a twinge of guilt. The alarm goes off. 
There's an alarm that goes off in your spirit being, knowing the Spirit of God, the Holy Spirit, is tugging on your heart to forewarn you of the dangers that's ahead. The alarm goes off. God's quiet inner alarm that says you're out of bounds. You can't see it, but you have to just enter the danger zone. Now listen, instead of living in, in the regrets of sin, God has given us the privilege of living in obedience to him. God has granted us his spirit who warns us whenever we're headed in the wrong direction. The entire Bible, in fact, is full of warnings regarding the dangers of sin and the disastrous results of disobedience. Yeah, Galatians 6 and 7 talks about that. So listen, people of God, life is a matter of reaping what you sow. Life is a matter of reaping what you sow. You got to be careful when all is well. So oftentimes we reap far more than what we've sowed. I mean, listen, despite everything that sin has to offer, and it has a lot to offer, the deceptive pleasures that we may experience are not worth the price that we have to pay eventually. You see, people of God, sin is very controlling. It's powerful and deceptive by nature. Besides all that, it literally blinds men and women to such a degree that causes them to lose all their capabilities to think the right way about the consequences that come along with their sinful lifestyles. You see, many times people finally get an idea of how terrible their lives have been when finding themselves in the midst of a disaster. Because listen, sin pretty much draws them further away from God, not closer to God. Not that God has ever left, but the guilt and the shame because of sin. The guilt and the shame creates this divide. Not that God is away from you. You have chosen to be away from God. That's what sin will do, will do for you. You see, you have to understand God, who is the source of truth, that could have opened their eyes and kept them from destruction. Now, sin has done its job. But the good news is God can show us and he always shows us a better way. So, so people, listen. One thing about disobedience is that it has massive implications because oftentimes the person who breaks God's law is not the only one who ends up paying the price. See, you always think it's just you. You always think that, well, um, you know, when I sin, when I, I'm not careful, when I'm kind of reckless with my life, that it's just me. I'm not affecting anybody. Well, no, that's not true. That is far from the truth. The damage that it would do to others, that's the thing about disobedience, that there will be a price that has to be paid. 
So therefore, the choice that we make can affect people around us, either directly or indirectly, in a big way. So our our, our disobedience to God, our our disobedience to God can significantly affect our ability to witness to others about Christ. And that and this is why. Listen, people of God, I want you to hear from the depths of my soul. Be careful when all is well, because this is why we must be mindful each and every day to read God's word to pray to our Heavenly Father, and to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit's promptings and warnings. You see, as we develop our relationship with God in this way, we are guarding ourselves from the deceptions and the temptations of the enemy. God has spoken. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for this opportunity to come before you. We are grateful for all the many blessings that you bestowed upon our lives. We are thankful and grateful to your love, your kindness, your tender mercies towards us. We don't ever take it for granted all the good things that you have done for us. But in the name of Jesus, we pray, O oh God, that you will help us in the areas of temptation. Those temptations that lead to destruction, that will derail us or dismantle us. Those temptations that have an adverse effect on our personal life as well as others. Lord God, we don't want to let no one down, especially you. So in the name of Jesus, help us when those temptations come, that we will be strong and that we, that we will be honorable before you, O oh God, that, they, that we will be responsible with the things that you have given us, O oh God, that we will take care of our temple, that we will take care of what you've given us, this gift of life that we should never take for granted. So help us, O oh God, in the areas that we fall short, Lift up every person who's under the sound of my voice, that you will minister to their needs and wants and desires, that, that we will always stay in balance with you and in your word. So, Lord God, we thank you and praise you for what you're doing, how you're molding us and how you're shaping us and making us the, the man and woman of God that you created us to be. So we give you praise for all that you have done. And now we look forward to the changes that you will ultimately make in our lives. We give you praise in advance for what you're going to do. And we ask all these blessings in Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Well, that is it for tonight. I hope that you enjoyed this episode. Be careful when all is well. Listen, people of God, if you enjoyed this podcast, I pray. I hope and pray that you are sharing the podcast because you guys are an extension of Full of Life Ministries. The more you share, more people can grow. More people can get in tune with God. And God can ultimately bring healing and restoration and freedom to many, many people's lives all around the world. 
So thank you guys for sharing the podcast. Thank you for tuning in each and every week. If there's anything that you may need, in spirit, spiritually so, whatever it is, please email us at fulloflifesd at gmail.com. That's fulloflifesd, San Diego, at gmail.com. And please just email us and let us know that you guys are listening and tuning in and whatever we can do to help you in your time of growth. We are here for you. Listen, people of God, if you'd like to sow into this ministry, you can absolutely can sow into this ministry. Cash app, the dollar sign, full of life SD. So whatever amount that you can, we are trying to make a difference during this pandemic, during this time uh, of needs and wants. So God, we we, we pray in advance for how you're going to touch the people that's out here in the podcast land. We're grateful for everyone who has contributed to this ministry. And let's continue to do everything for the glory and the honor of God. Well, we will meet again. And so let's continue to do this in Jesus' name. God bless. God bless.